And that's a good segue. Now you participated in a NASA interns program. Tell us a little bit about that. So I got into the NASA Lucy internship through, uh, they have a free program for any student called uh, the Space Academy. So I first started back in 20, it started last year actually, in the NASA proposal writing and evaluation part of the academy. So that one was where it was us and like 36 other teams or something like that. And we all got to propose a prototype for NASA to fund. So my team, shout out to Amber, uh, she was the project manager of our team. And with her idea, she led us to get that NASA funded proposal. Um, so we've been working on that. I'm. Welcome to the Career Education Learners in a Podcast. I'm your host, Mitchell Rivers. I am ET today. What is ET? I'm ecstatic and thrilled to have Z McKinley Hunt on our podcast today. How are you doing today, Z? Doing pretty good. Z is a student at Red Rocks Community College, and she's going to tell us more about her career journey in a little bit. But Z, tell us a little bit about you as a person. What do you like to do? What are some of your hobbies? I'm going to change up the format of this podcast for my viewers and listeners who are regulars on here. I'm going to change up a little bit, okay? We're going to not make it so boring or predictable. So this time, we're going to start off, what is Z hobbies today? What are you doing today, Z? Uh, I'm an avid hiker. I've been doing a lot of hiking trips up here in Colorado. I do kayaking when it's not too cold. And then I'm going to be picking up snowboarding soon once it gets cold enough. So I'm very excited for that. Oh, that's fantastic. I know. I know. I mean, I tried to do some snow stuff here in North Carolina. Um, I'm here in Charlotte, North Carolina, but I'm resident from Statesville, a little bit closer to the mountains. And back in the day, we used to get a lot of snow. But for some reason, I don't know if it's climate change, global warming, but we haven't had that much snow. Me go out there and play in the snow like I used to. But I used to love to go snow sledding and using trash cans and all kinds of stuff to go down a big hill. So I live right near Big Hill, go zoom right down there. Boy, those were some good old days. And you've been from Colorado. Oh, my goodness. Those mountains. Woo. It's gorgeous. I love it here. Mm. It's really see, gorgeous. Tell us a little bit about your educational journey here. Um, I, as I stated earlier, you, you go to Red Rocks Community College. Um, how did that come about? Uh, so originally, I started college back in New Jersey, where I lived for like three, four years. Um, I originally went to Middlesex County College, and orig- ironically enough, I was a psych major. But because <laughs> it had been so long since I've been to college, they're like, hey, you got to take a career assessment test just to make sure that you're doing you know, what you really want to do. I kid you not, my top six were all engineering. So <laughs> me and my professor were just kind of staring at the screen, staring at it, and she's like, do you want to switch majors? And I looked her in the eyes, and I was like, I mean, the math is mathing why not kind of thing. I was like, the, the data is showing that I have to. So I've been an engineering student for almost two years now, I think. And then I transferred to Red Rocks Community College where <clears throat> I'm still getting my associates in engineering. And then I'm switching to be a mechanical engineer when I go to ASU. But 
I'm also on the fence of doing material science as a master's because material engineering is something that I wanted. So I'm kind of I'm kind of testing the water right now on that. Man, did you have a role model? Is someone that got you? I know you said you took a test going engineering, but <laughs> have you known anybody in engineering or have math always been something that you just done well in school? Oh no, I never did good at math when I was younger. <laughs> I, I was never straight up. I was never good at math. Uh, back then, I kind of. I didn't have, because my family were from Las Vegas. My parents did tabletop dealing in like Paris and Bally's and all that other stuff. They're really good with math. It kind of never stuck with me as a kid. But as I got older, I got better. But uh, the one thing that did kind of get me into engineering was me and my dad would uh, watch like space shows and stuff like that. Uh I remember when I was younger and I was like debating on enlisting in the Air Force because at the time I, I have a military family. So that was my thing. You know, I didn't know what I was going to do, but when me and my dad would watch Cosmos, he would every, every single time the show would come on, he would yell my name, tell me to come downstairs. That was our like father daughter bonding time kind of thing. So when I was younger, he would say like, you can be whatever you want. And we have family, we have engineers in our family, but I was never really like sure if I wanted to do that. But both my parents were like, you can do anything. Like if you want to be an engineer, we're going to support you. You have the brains for it. I didn't believe it back then, but now that, you know, I'm back into college, I'm like, oh, okay, I see it. But kind of my family, but it was mostly the Cosmos with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. That that definitely got me a little motivated for it, so. Man, I like that, because I'm a, I'm a science um, nerd or a science geek. Mm-hmm. I love science fiction. Are you also a science fiction geek or nerd? Yeah. Star Wars, I'm starting to get into. I used to be a Star Trek fan, but oh, the, now God. my husband's heavily into Star Wars, so now he's getting me into The Mandalorian right now. Oh, yes. I so guess. I'm really liking it. Mandalorian, I was not expecting it to be good, especially with Pedro Pascal. I'm very happy with how it is right now. Yeah, I am a bit Mandalorian fan. I really am. I grew up with Star Trek back in the 70s. I'm not that old, y'all. But back in the 70s, okay, the rid of Star Trek, and I've been loving science fiction from Star Trek, Star Wars, you name anything on the sci-fi channel. When that came out, Z, I was happy. I mean, I was on cloud nine, a sci-fi channel. I used to rent, okay, I'm talking about videos with anything in the sci-fi session. I would rent no matter what it was, from aliens to whatever science fiction movie they had. I love it. So for you being in you know, engineering and love space, that is great. And that's a good segue. Now, you participate in a NASA interns program. Tell us a little bit about that. So I got into the NASA Lucy internship through, uh, they have a free program for any student called uh, La Space Academy. So I first started back in 20, it started last year, actually, in the NASA proposal writing and evaluation part of the academy. So that one was where, it was us and like 36 other teams or something like that. And we all got to propose a prototype for NASA to fund. So my team, shout out to Amber. Uh, she was the project manager of our team. And with her idea, she led us to get that NASA funded proposal. Um, so we've been working on that. I'm working under the main engineer. I'm the material one because I 3D print. I still mess with my 3D printer. That's like my kind of thing. So while he does the designing, I check it and then I print it and we test it and all that other stuff. But from there, there's the Mission Concept Academy, which usually people do first. Um, but I got accepted into MPW. Mission Concept Academy is essentially teaching us 
how missions are and what we would have to do. So for example, we did something about Mars and it's North Pole. So we had to pretty much make something where like, what are the objectives? What are we going to be doing? That kind of situation. So I remember we were looking into the gamma ray spectrometer. We were looking into certain machinery that would let us detect like the aging of the ice kind of thing. And that was just our example. The other teams, I can't remember too much because it's been a while. But the third part of the Lispace Academy is the Lucy internship. So there's like five different locations. Ours was in Arizona and ours was five weeks. The other internships were all 10 weeks. Ours was five. So whatever they learned in the 10 weeks, we had to learn in half that time. So it was very rapid, very fast paced, very, you know, you had to pay attention. You had to pick up on the skills kind of thing. Loved it. It was phenomenal. Like, we got to learn a handful of mechanical, electrical, and computer engineering. And we had a couple NASA officials talk to us. We actually had one who worked at uh, JPL and she would help us. She would talk to us. Like every single time she was there, we all would immediately start asking her questions. She was such a sweetheart for it. Um, we also went on field trips too, because they wanted us to have fun, make sure, you know, we're not overworking ourselves kind of thing. Cause it was a typical Monday through Friday, like I think nine to five, if I remember correctly, or eight to four, something like that. Um, they would take us like to the Grand Canyon. They took us to the Meteor Crater uh, area in Arizona. I can't remember the name. Uh, we went on a reservation too. And sorry about that. Um, yeah, we just did a whole bunch of trip. I remember we went tubing with the uh, JPL NASA official and a whole bunch of other students. <laughs> all of us, all but one person, I'm actually really mad about this still, all but one person had a sunburn. And he, <laughs> the one only had a sunburn on his foot. Everybody else had to toe in sunburns. My roommate actually had to stay back a day or two because of how bad our sunburns were. Oh and we were within walking distance of the school, but he, like, I feel so bad for JJ because <laughs> he had, like, welts and everything. Like, it was just so bad. He got, like, the worst uh, sunburn from it. Everybody else, we all were, like, this kind of sucks thing. The person who had it only on his foot got to walk away, you know, sunburn free <laughs> kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, it was, a, it was intense for five weeks, but, honestly, I loved every second of it. I learned a lot more coding, which – as a mechanical engineer, I wasn't expecting to learn a lot of the coding, but it was pretty fun. Same for electrical. We were doing a lot of circuit circuitry. We were doing a lot of like soldering, trying to make sure we didn't mess up like the circuit boards or anything. Did a lot of testing on whether the circuit board even works or not, how to undo the amount of soldering that we did. Um, I was also failure analysis. We had another person who worked on NX software. I messed with it a little bit, but the programming aspect of it where we were messing with python arduino itsy bitsy like that was the main thing that we were working on for those five intense weeks but it it definitely had its its perks it definitely i don't i really don't regret that so that is great because um here at the career education learning center we want to encourage students whether high school or college to attend different camps would you agree? Because then that's where you really get the foundation of what you want to go into. So yeah. whether it's in engineering, whether it's in music, or whether it's in sports, going to old camps, you come outside your box, you're around different people you've never been around, you can learn a lot more. A lot of times you do go on field trips where you wouldn't otherwise go. Mm -hmm. And I just want to encourage students to go on trips, whether it's abroad, 
here in America or wherever you can go. Please go on these summer trips, any internship programs that you can attend, anything, because I think they just hold, broaden your whole horizons. Would you agree? Yeah. Oh, and especially the best part about NASA, the Space Academy, it's all remote. It's all online. Like, and it wasn't just engineering students. Like, for the my team that got funded through NASA, there's a chemist, there's a lot of mechanical engineers, there's an aerospace engineer, there's a physics major, um, we have a lit- world uh, literature major, and then a business major, and a psychology one. So it's not just STEM alone, it's pretty much, it's such a variety of of um majors so it's not strictly just for engineers like in fact they actually prefer having a variety of it instead of just engineers so with the list base academy like we got to you know it was remote it was like once a week kind of thing for like a couple hours we got to talk to other nasa officials we got to talk about a lot of like project artemis or just any projects that nasa has done overall and we got to learn we got to ask questions we got you know, a lot of LinkedIn connections, like it helps you figure out whether you want to do that or not. And when I was younger, you know, while in between high school and college now, I jumped from like careers to careers. Like I was a bartender. I worked with kids for autism. I worked in sober houses. I worked as a 911 operator. Like I've I've done a lot of different things to figure out exactly what I want to do. I'd encourage it because you can say you like one thing, but then immediately not like that. Like I like trying it before kind of thing right now i agree with that you know i think you're going to change a lot you know as you get older Mm -hmm. your tastes change your what you're interested in change uh and what you experience change and so i think it's good to have a different background as far as experiences and jobs and and classes and being around different people i think they just make you more of a well-rounded person and then you can really experiment what you really like because a lot of times it's better going to college you want one major and you find out real quickly that's not what you want to go into, right? Yeah. <laughs> I've had previous guests say, hey, I wanted to be a doctor or a lawyer. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, I don't want to be a doctor or lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> I have to do this myself, right? And you're going to change your mind. I mean, my route is like your route as far as community college, Z. I went to, like, what, Mitchell Community College in Statesville. I know everybody says Mitchell, go to Mitchell. I know I heard the jokes. And then I went to Central Piedmont Community College here in Charlotte. And then I transferred to UNC Pembroke out in Pembroke, North Carolina, in the eastern part of North Carolina. And so during that time, I'm changing. I'm going to be in marketing. I want to be in management. I want to be in this. I'm going to be in that. Because you're young. You really don't know what you want to do. And even when you get older, you know, you see a lot of times, you see on cut shows, there was an engineer, there was a business person, there was a doctor, and all of a sudden, like, my passion was cooking. You're like, huh? Yeah, my passion's cooking. I'm changing the cooking. You know, or if you was into dance or you was into something else, and your parents will say, I spent all that money for you in dance class or piano class, and yet you want to cook and you never cook nothing in your life, or yet you want to be in real estate? I was in real estate. Why didn't you talk to her before time? We spent all this money, you know. But as human beings, as well as young people, we're going to change our mind. And it's great, you know, because you don't know. And you change as you get older. And once you get a little bit seasoned in life, as I am, you will change, you know. And I'm changing now, right? I've been in banking and finance. I started from retail management. Then I went to banking and finance. And then I went to be a a financial representative, which is kind of close to banking and finance. And now I want to start my own business, be an entrepreneur. And so you're going to change throughout your lifetime and embrace the change. And if someone around you want to change, hey, say, go ahead, go for your passion. Because as you get older, you learn more and more and say, you know what? Why don't I do what I enjoy? 
It's not all the time what you majored in or what your parents want you to do or family members want you to do. It can become what you want to do, you know, how you want to enjoy your life. And so, like you said, you've been in different uh, occupations and and now you come full circle to where a lot of your relatives and family members say, oh, I knew one day she'll come here. I knew she'll come here. Yeah. <laughs> so, also, for, for context, I'm Filipino. So in... I have Dominican on my other side too. So on both sides, military is a big thing. I was supposed to follow my grandpa's footsteps and, you know, he was a sergeant in the air force working on F 16s. He was an aircraft mechanic, which was something I wanted to do because I wanted to follow his footstep. Um, unfortunately, you know, medically DQ'd kind of thing. But then on the Filipino side, we're all nothing but nurses. So they're like, go to nursing school, go to nursing school. I'm like, I don't think I can try that. <laughs> I'm good. I love, the nurse family i love them cool and then i have musicians on my other side they're like try music i was like i'm good i'm not i don't have the patience for it and i don't have the rhythm unfortunately <laughs> like, that doesn't work in my favor i don't have the rhythm you're filipino i know i know it's it's sad but you know i have a i have a lot a really diverse family where you know it's either nursing musicians or military and you know, we have some engineers every so often. We have some, you know, like business. We have some in finance and everything. But a majority was military, nursing, or music. Military, I tried, didn't work out, unfortunately. But it did work out in my favor where I am right now. But nursing, so much pressure to be a nurse, go to be a doctor. Like my cousin right now, he's in school to be a uh, pharmaceutical doctor. So he's, he's following the footsteps. My uncle was originally like, well, you're going to be a nurse. He's like, well, I'm going to do pharmaceutical. He's like, okay, I'll allow it because it's a doctorate. So I'm like, but you know, like medical's always been our side or military. So, you know, and my brother, for example, my second brother, love him to death. He's a uh, nutrition science. That's his thing. Cause he went from, you know, over 300 pounds to losing like a hundred plus wow. nutrition's his passion. Like, he has a company called Foodie Fit in Las Vegas where, you know, they do meal preps for everybody. He, like, last I saw, he went to the fire department in Las Vegas educating about, like, nutrition and the importance of keeping your body healthy. Like, he's living his dream right now. I'm so proud of him for it. But, like, it's the deviation from nursing or military in our typical family kind of thing. So he, you know, my brother found it through that passion. I found it through, you know being really into outer space, Doctor Who, Mass Effect was a big yeah, thing for yeah. it. Uh, Star Wars, Star Trek. You're singing, that my song, You're singing my song. Yeah. Mass Effect, I will say, is the biggest thing because that, that game is so like space-oriented. And I used to, whenever I would play the game, I would look at the, uh, the spaceship that it has uh -huh. and try to look at how it works. Like, I would look at the actual schematics that they give you uh -huh. in the game and genuinely, like, analyze it and see how it would work kind of thing. So that kind of got me into it and then my oldest brother writes music so he stayed within the the lines of uh -huh. doing everything that the family usually does so he's in the music industry so that's where i'm like okay at least somebody's in the line of it so that we can't get yelled at <laughs> going out of the the ordinary for a family mm. um but yeah like my biggest advice is try out different things like i thought i was going to be a psychologist i worked in the psych ward, I worked in the sober house, I worked with kids, and I realized this isn't what I thought it was going to be. 
mm-hmm. I did engineering internship and I found, oh my God, this is something that I genuinely love. Like I can see myself doing it the, the rest of my life. The classes are a little hard. I don't have the patience for some of it, but I know it's going to be beneficial for my career. Mm-hmm. Now, archaeology, I don't know if that's going to work in engineering, but I'm going to say it does just because I'm paying out of pocket for it. But, <laughs> you know, that, that's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I love, I'm a history buff also. Yeah. And so archaeology would be right up my alley. I'm really, I love Egypt, Egyptology stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really into Egypt big time. And so I know how you feel that pressure sometimes. And our students who may be listening feel, you know, because I have a lot of teachers in my family, you know, and music. So my dad was a, um, a music teacher and band director, and he did musical stuff. And I, um, my mom was a school teacher, and she also was into music. I think that probably brought them together. But yeah, I do have a brother in teaching, a lot of relatives in teachers. So everybody said, well, you have to be a teacher. That's not where I want to go. Now, I did do junior achievement. So I did go in there and teach little 45-minute classes twice a month to kids on business and economics. That was good enough for me. It's like being a grandparent. You know, they bring the kids over, you know, you laugh and cry and have fun. And then when they start getting on your nerves, that's then you give them back, right? Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was me. Going to class. I go to the classroom. I do my little spiel. They're happy to see me. Oh, Mr. Rivers here. And then I get to leave, you know. <laughs> that way I won't overstay my welcome. But, yeah, that, that can't be that pressure from your parents. But, you know, as I stated earlier. You want to do what you passed it for, and you're going to change. And now everybody's going to like that change, but it's only one of you. You know, you had this one life, it's only one of you. And so you want to continue to do what you want to do as far as your journey and your career path. Mm-hmm. So when you said you wanted to transfer, you're transferring to ASU. Why ASU? So ASU is where we uh, had the internship, and, you know, we were on campus. Such a gorgeous college. You know, I'm from the desert. I'm tired of the desert because I grew up in that. But ASU in that scenery was phenomenal. They have a, it looks like a, like one of those like warrior coliseums kind of thing. That's like their theater or something like that. So we would be on campus. I would talk to Dan and Sherry, who are the directors of the Space Academy. And I would also talk to the other students who were there that went to ASU. So they would talk more about it. And, you know, I got to see firsthand what a lot of the students do on that campus. So I kind of looked into it. So I was just like, I'm just going to see it because I was originally supposed to go to CU Boulder, but I moved down to Colorado Springs where my husband's uh, located because he works at Fort Carson. Mm-hmm. Um, and Boulder is like an hour from my mom and I'm an hour away from her. Um, so I looked into it and they have mechanical engineering online. But I can also get my master's in material science. Uh So that was something that heavily interested me because I'm going to be frank. I'm not an in-person college student kind of thing. I don't have the mentality for it. The moment I go in that class and they start talking, I zone out. I'm gone. Just gone. But (laughs) when I do online, I do it at my pace. And once I get into that rhythm, I can go from subject to subject to subject and do it when my brain wants to switch into a different topic kind of thing. So online works in my favor and my grades show the difference between me in person versus me online kind of thing. So ASU provides that ability for me to do strictly online and on the off chance that my husband has to, you know, we have to relocate because of the army. I don't have to worry about, you know, oh my God, I have to transfer to another school because they won't let me do online. No, ASU is strictly online for me. So if we have to go to like, I don't know, Germany, for example, the time difference is going to be god awful, but I can still do ASU online for my degree. So it works in my favor. But I've also 
I was also looking into like the program of it. It looked so nice. And like I said, the dual bachelor's and master's in mechanical engineering and material science caught my eye because I've been wanting to get a degree in material science because material engineering is something I find more fascinating. So I figured I can kill two birds with one stone. And I mean, I got to see the campus in person. I got to talk to a few professors and it honestly, to me, it worked with my schedule, with my needs and wants. Yeah. And for, for viewers and listeners that may know, ASU is Arizona State University, correct? Yeah, Arizona State yeah. University. Because, you know, we have ASU, which is Appalachian State University. So mm-hmm. just for our viewers and listeners, won't get messed up. And I'm pretty sure the other colleges that and this were ASU, but just in case some people didn't pick it up because you yeah. were <laughs> part of North Carolina. We're gonna Western part of the United States. We're gonna say Arizona State University. Yeah. Who don't know, but I like ASU. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, everybody talks about Arizona, Arizona State, how beautiful campus is on both of them. And, you know, you're in the desert and the nice and everything's lovely. So mm-hmm. you know, I heard nothing good things about that. So but before we go, man, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. But tell us a little bit any advice about um, for, for our students who may be listening as far as maybe going that community college route. If they choose to go that route, then go to a four-year degree because you didn't kind of like – I didn't go to a four-year degree coming right out of school. I chose community college mainly because it was cheaper because uh, my two older brothers was going to school. They were very expensive for my mom. So – you know, tell um, our students, our viewers, and listeners about your route that you chose to go to community college and then go there. I'll do you with another class before that. So my advice, take your time. Really think about what you want to do. I took that gap. It was a little longer than I was wanting, but I took that gap year between high school and college to figure out what I want. College can be very expensive, especially if you're paying out of pocket like I am. I'm fortunate enough to get like FAFSA involved and my mom pitching in every so often but college is expensive. Make sure you know what you're doing. It's completely fine if you don't know, you know, I had the ability to go different fields. I'm like, okay, I like the government. Let me work as a 911 operator. Oh, I didn't like that because it was hard and it was, you know, it was very traumatizing. I want to be a psychologist. Let me work in the psych work. Oh, I didn't like that either. You know, let me try doing something else. And then, you know, got to where I am. But Definitely, if you can have the ability to try out different fields without getting your education first, try it because it saves you so much more money in the long run. If I had gone right out of high school, I would be in psychology. I wouldn't be fine with where I am. I'm, you know, I'm in a place where everything happened for a reason and I'm thankful for it. And don't ever think you're not smart enough for it because I had the same mentality when I was younger, thinking I wasn't smart. And here I am, you know maintaining a 3.6, 3.7 GPA wow. in engineering, one of the hardest things, having a lot of peers struggle with math. And I'm like, this is kind of easy, which is weird, but okay. <laughs> um, honestly, and don't let those rejection letters when you start applying for internships get to you because I'm in that point where I get my associates soon. I'm applying, 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 getting rejected, rejected, rejected. Yeah. It's not you. Don't ever let that dissuade you from it. You know, Getting a job outside of college is hard, but at the same time, it's just, it depends on what everything's going on. Don't ever let it dissuade you from finishing your degree. Don't ever, don't let imposter syndrome take over because it's a syndrome for a reason. It's an imposter syndrome for a reason. You are smart. You are capable of it. You've done so good since you started college, since you started school. We're all going to have off days. It's perfectly fine. Just keep at it. Be persistent. Be stubborn. (laughs) Despite at this point. 
Well, that is some some fantastic nuggets there that you'll share with my viewers and listeners, Z. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for coming to my podcast today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for letting me be on here. And I would also like to thank our viewers and listeners for joining me, Mitchell Rivers, on the Career Education Learning Center podcast, where we make your career dreams a reality. God bless. <laughs>